Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Hammer and Nigel Show. Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Big Nige is out. Indy Spanglish. Jerry Lopez is in. United States State Department now confirming 22 Americans, at least 22 Americans, have died as a result of the terror attacks in Israel. They believe more have been kidnapped by these Hamas terrorists. Now, Jerry, we were talking before the show, and this was a question I asked my military friend Brian yesterday, and I want to ask you too, because I watched Senator Lindsey Graham, Graham Nasty, last night on Sean Hannity's program saying, we need to go in and rescue any Americans that have been taken hostage. And what he gets beat up for is that he's always pro-war, he has never served, and he doesn't have any kids. You check all the boxes. You've served your country. You've got kids. So let me ask you, should the United States military, special ops, special forces, go into Gaza or Israel and attempt to rescue any Americans that may have been taken hostage? 100%. And and we have special forces groups, whether it's Delta, whether it's SF, whether it's the SEALs, whether it's any of these people, like they can't, this is what they do, you know? And I, I hate to say it, but- you know, I don't want to say they live for these situations because it's a horrible situation. But like these guys are waiting for the call. There's nothing that they would love more, one, than to give their life for their country, or two, to to go out and do a mission and save a fellow American. Now, do I think we need to deploy all forces? Not at all. We, but we don't need to, right? What do they say? Gaza's what? 25 miles by eight miles or something like that. It's not very big, right? We can go in there and do a, do a bin Laden type raid or something like that and just send a couple groups in there and get it taken care of. And we're talking about the best of the best. 100%. The people that have trained for these exact <laughs> moments like the bin Laden raid or what we would see here in Israel. Yeah, we're not talking about, uh, you know, 11 Bravo regular infantry. We're talking about special forces, guys that come in at night, radar, n- night goggles and know what they're doing, get in, get out couple minutes so the question of should we go you say yes how difficult of a mission would that really be how dangerous of a mission it'd be super dangerous it'd be super dangerous because you're going to a place where to kill americans is is something that probably will make you money if we're being honest um but there's nothing i mean in the army no man left behind Right. And and it's a shame that even we're this many days out and we are leaving people behind. We don't even leave behind dead bodies. Think about that. We bring your body with us. We don't leave you on the battlefield. You know, and these are civilians that we have signed up to die for, to die for our country. We we knew what we signed up when we signed that line. And and any day wasted without going to save these people is an atrocity and a failure by this administration. So Israel's now being invaded from the north by the Hezbollah terrorists uh they've reportedly crossed israel's border via p 
paragliders, similar to what we've seen Hamas do when they came into the concert, which ultimately started this whole situation. This would be the second front in this war. Yeah, it, it, this is not the first time this has happened either, right? I mean, I think they've been attacked on both fronts before. Um, you know, the, the crazy part is Egypt has a border with Gaza and they don't open their border to lead in the Palestinians. You know, there, there's other places they can go and no, no, uh, you know, I, I, my family's from Cuba, so I understand the plight of people that live under a horrible regime that doesn't care about its people and literally your life is worth nothing. If we kill one Jew, it's worth bombing our whole country. Like that's kind of where those people come from. That's the mindset that they uh, have. Of those terrorists, yeah. So I kind of feel for, you know, I don't like seeing an eight-year-old Palestinian boy run from a rocket just as much as I don't like seeing an eight-year-old Jewish kid running from a rocket, right? But at the end of the day, Hamas was elected as the government of that country. In 2006, they have not had more elections. When you elect a terrorist organization as your government, I mean, it, to me, it, it falls into to, to FAFO, right? Like, Right. Blank around and find, find out, out. Right? Like this is... So knowing that, and the way you laid that out is perfect, what are your thoughts on what's going to happen tomorrow at 5.30 here on the steps of the Soldiers and Sailors Monument on Monument Circle? They're scheduled to be this quote, pro-Palestinian rally. But what we've seen from similar rallies around the country is it's turned out to be a pro-Hamas rally right. with NDBLM supporting it. Yeah, it's 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 crazy because uh, all the rallies around the country, I've seen people showing videos of like uh, holding up a swastika or a lady was like doing the fake cry tears to some, to, to some Jewish people or showing videos of the beheadings and stuff like that. Like yeah, that's not pro-Palestine, right? That's pro-terrorism. Right. And tomorrow at 5.30, with the support of Black Lives Matter here in Indy, and you can see all the things that they've put on their social media feed, they're scheduled to have an event. Now, do I think Indies is going to have the same size and venom as, say, New York City or San Francisco or Chicago? I don't. You'll probably end up having more media members covering this thing than people who are actually down there waving their flags and so forth. But again, Indie Black Lives Matter is supporting this. Now, I want to take you back to 2015. The national founder, Patrice Cullors, this is before she stole all of your money and bought multiple mansions, capitalizing on the death of George Floyd. Listen to her calling for the eradication of Israel. The other thing I'll say is Palestine is our generation in South Africa. And if... If, if we don't step up uh, boldly and courageously to end the, the imperialist project that's called Israel, um, we're doomed. So that is from the mouth of Patrice Cullors, the national BLM spokesperson. She was kind of the face of BLM when the Summer of Love was taking place, calling for the basic erase of the Jewish people from Israel. You know, it's funny how you have a group that bases their stuff off of like, we're done being stereotyped and we're done being attacked for the way that we look and we're done with police interactions and being shot because we're black. Dude, like pivoting now to like, kill all the Jews, it's okay. <laughs> right. It's almost like they're total hypocrites, but we've talked about that before. Well, they before. definitely are, right? Black Lives Matter and their number one thing was what? Destroy the nuclear family. And there's been no issue that's affected black families more than non-nuclear homes. 
And when it comes to issues that actually affect the black community. They don't do anything. Nothing. No. But thanks for your money. Thanks for your money, though. So meanwhile, while this is happening in our city and various cities around the nation, talks in Washington of a big single funding bill for more money to Ukraine and more money for Israel. So this is the way to keep the wheels rolling for Ukraine right now is tying Israel into it. Let me make one thing perfectly clear. The Ukraine war and the Israeli war, two different monsters at this point. Do not let the military industrial complex try to put these two together because they're not. There could be peace in Ukraine tomorrow if NATO accepted the geopolitical reality. There will never ever be peace as long as Israel's enemies refuse to accept their existence. There's a big difference there. You know, the, the, the biggest thing that, that listeners need to realize is, I mean, we have smart listeners, but the government does not make money. That is our money that the government is giving away. While we are fighting record inflation, poverty, homelessness, all these issues, we're just giving away $100 billion, $7 billion, $25 billion, $100 billion over and over and over and not only is it not make America great again and not only is it America first but we are the laughing stock and we look so weak in the global world and this is why between now and November of next year and really into January of 2025 when the new president hopefully hopefully (laughs) takes over this is kind of the home stretch of if you want to get something over, do, do it now. Do it now. Yeah, I mean, because if you're the China, you're weak. just salivating looking at Taiwan. Right. Just salivating.